Welcome to the Growing Your Financial Business, The Woman's Way podcast. I'm Robin Crane, and I was a financial advisor for over a decade. But before that, I was a singer-songwriter. And now, even as a mom of three with a teenager, toddler, and a baby, I run a seven-figure business helping women in financial services grow their businesses and make a bigger impact. In this podcast, I'll bring you financial advisors, industry influencers, and highly successful entrepreneurs to give you innovative strategies designed for women. So get ready to learn how to get in front of the right people, get more ideal clients, and be able to grow your ideal business so you can live your ideal life. Welcome to Growing Your Financial Business the Woman's Way. I'm Robin Crane here with Barbara Hewson, formerly Barbara Stanny. You might know her because she has six books and a seventh coming out uh, very, very soon if, you, if it hasn't come out already by the time this recording is released. So make sure to check that book out, Rewire for Wealth rewire for wealth. And I'm sure you can check out all her other books. Um, now, Barbara has been on, I mean, all sorts of sorts of media uh, and very, very well known in the industry as a financial therapist and wealth coach. Um, and she has a group called The Wealth Connection. So I can go on and on about you, but please, please welcome. Welcome to the show, Barbara. <laughs> Thank you, Robin. I am so glad to be here. Yeah, it's such a pleasure. It's such a pleasure. I was telling uh, those of you listening, I was telling Barbara before that one of her books, uh, Prince Charming Isn't Coming. I, I had that one on my shelf for a long time. I'm sure I have it somewhere now, but uh, years ago I was reading into that because there's so much uh, that women, I think, are just not always putting um, themselves out there in, in control of all their finances, but sometimes just hoping and praying someone else will do it for them. So I love how you empower women, how you help women, how your focus is uh, with women, because I do the same. And and we are talking to women in the, in the industry specifically. And what we want to talk about today is really what's keeping you from success. So tell us a little about your background, how you got into this and why you're so passionate about helping women. Well, I, my very first book was Prince Charming Isn't Coming because I spent 40 some years of my life thinking I had a Prince Charming. <laughs> and it turns out, my, my grew up in a wealthy family. My father was the R of H&R Block and the only advice he ever gave me about money was don't worry, which I thought was great advice. I just wanted to marry my Prince Charming and I did, he was a stockbroker. But what I found out early in our marriage is that he was a very, he was a compulsive gambler. And over the course of our 15 year marriage, I continued to let him manage the money. I knew he was gambling it away, but I was so terrified and intimidated by anything financial that I just, I couldn't. And finally, after our divorce, I decided money's not my thing. I don't want to deal with money because I was taught that's men deal with money. Women don't. This was back in the day. And I got tax bills for over a million dollars for back taxes my ex didn't pay, for illegal deals he got us in. My ex had left the country. I did not have anywhere close to a million, not nowhere close. And my father wouldn't lend me the money. So that's when I knew I had to get smart. I had to get smart. So I started reading about it. I started studying. I started going to classes and then my eyes would glaze over, my brain would fog up and I would just feel terminally stupid. But I had three daughters. I was not gonna raise those girls on the street. I was not talking to my parents. I was really alone. And I just, but I really believe when you make a commitment, a down to your earth commitment, like no holds barred, the universe revolves to help you meet, reach your goal. And I was hired, I was a journalist with the San Francisco Business Times. And I was hired to, as a freelance project to interview women who were smart with money. And those interviews changed my life. 
I wrote my first, I got smart about my money. I wrote my first book, Prince Charming Isn't Coming. And suddenly I had this whole new career traveling the country doing financial education for women, but I couldn't make money. So I interviewed women who made lots of money and I started making six figures before I even finished my next book, Secrets of Six Figure Women. And then I wanted to see if I could teach others. And I wrote my book, Overcoming Under Earning. And then I wrote my last book with Sacred Success. And then my new one, Rewire for Wealth, is coming out. So that's my story. It's so amazing. I love it. I love it. So there's so many nuggets in there I think are so interesting. So one, your dad was the R of H&R Block, which is insane. Um, So you came from this very, I I would assume, wealthy family. And then I think you said that as well. And then now, but you were taught that you didn't have to worry about it. So how did you get out of that million dollars of debt to the government? I mean, just working your way year after year or? No, what happened is I hired pit bull lawyers. You got a big tax bill, hire pit bull lawyers. Yeah. And they got my, my tax, my, they got the amount down significantly. And I realized if I sold everything in my trust, I could pay off that bill because there are certain things he couldn't get to. And I had a few properties left that threw off income because I was a chronic under earner. I was writing for San Francisco Business Times. I was um, freelancing. I wasn't making much money. So I got it down, but I knew I had to get smart and I knew I had to, I had to do something. And then you, so if you exhausted that, it sounds like you'd have to completely build it back up too. I had to completely build it back up. Wow. That is so incredible. So I think there's, I mean, what's amazing is at least for me, when I was a financial advisor, I felt like a fraud. And what I was going to say is I think there are a lot of women and I'm not saying those of you listening that you're a fraud, just saying what I felt is that I wasn't, I wasn't earning well, just like you said, I wasn't earning well as a financial advisor. And I felt like an imposter, like who am I to help people with their money when I'm not even very savvy myself. And of course, like I got the licenses and I learned this stuff, but I didn't have much money to invest before I was a financial advisor. I was a singer songwriter. So it wasn't like I had money saved up much. Um, And then I jumped into this industry. And I think there are a lot of women, you know, from my experience working with so many women in the industry, whether they're hitting that six figure mark or that seven figure mark, or just barely getting by and, or, or maybe going into debt, that there's a lot of internal struggle with that feeling of I'm a fraud. Um, I'm not good enough or, or my clients have a lot more money than me. What would you recommend for them or what advice can you give them? Like, how do you get past that? Because it's not the fake it till you make it man thing exactly, but there's something in there about having, you know, that finding the confidence to some degree so you can get to that point. It's so interesting because my latest book, I brought in neuroscience and neuroscience in terms of finance and earnings and success has opened up a whole new world of understanding for me. And there there is a, there's all kinds of research on it, but they say, they say anywhere from 75 to 90% of successful women feel like a fraud, have the imposter syndrome. And I have come to the conclusion, the reason is, is because while we're powering through to become successful, we're powering through. Collectively, we have been, we haven't been groomed to be successful. We haven't, we, we are part of the patriarchy and our mindset has not caught up to our success. So we still see ourselves as the way we've been conditioned since the way we were born. So 
that's my long way of saying that what needs to happen, if you feel like an imposter, women make a lot more money than than that. Women who make a lot of money still feel like an imposter. When I uh, when I interviewed women for my six-figure book, later for Sacred Success, I interviewed women who made seven and eight figures. And I was shocked at how many of them felt like a fraud. Yeah, feeling like a fraud. I, I mean, and I go through that and have had a lot of success now, but I also think... Um, there's a big difference between earning money and growing money. And I finally got to a point where I got the earning money thing down. And then I actually recently put up on social media, like, cause I, I feel like the, the more I feel like an imposter, the more I feel like a fraud, the more I have to be vulnerable and admit it because then it allows me to overcome it. I don't know if that's something you've found, but um, I think a lot of women are afraid of being vulnerable. Whereas I used to be very scared of it. And now I'm like, I, I'm just going to, when I'm really scared of telling people something, that's when I tell them. And I went on social media, here I am helping female financial advisors grow their business. And I did a whole video on how I have no idea how to grow my money. <laughs> and I was a financial advisor for a decade and how many mistakes I've made, you know, with my money and like pick the wrong type of investments and all these things. And, you know, we have a seven figure company now. It's like, here I am saying, I don't know how to grow it. Right. So have you noticed there's a big difference between those two and there's like a disconnect oh, there? People. I talk about this all the time. I wrote two books on how to up your earnings. So I understand that. But but there's a world of difference between earnings, between profit and wealth. And I find women are way too focused on profit and not nearly enough on wealth because wealth doesn't come from what you earn. Wealth comes from what you do, as you know, with what you earn. You don't have to make a lot of money to create wealth. So I don't know where you want to go with that, but yeah, I like, I'm all about don't focus on your profit, focus mm -hmm. on taking that profit, saving it and growing it. So give me some examples of either what you've done, how you've done it, or women you've worked with, um, some stories, because I think stories are really helpful to, to help these women understand, like, how can I do this um, as a woman growing her business in the financial industry? So I was a chronic under earner. Until I interviewed, until 2000, a year 2000, I was a chronic under earner. Until I interviewed women who were so six-figure women. And I started making six figures before I even finished writing that book. But I had created wealth. I had created wealth. In the 10 wow. years before, in the 10 years before I had, uh, in the 10 years before I had got, gotten divorced, like the 10 years, yeah, I had, I had, uh, I, had a, I had accumulated wealth because what I did is no matter, even though I had a little bit coming in from the property, a teeny little bit from what I earned, I was a prodigious saver. And I really watched my spending. I, I, I really watched it. And I saved and I went through a series of financial advisors till I found the one I really liked, but I worked with the financial advisors and we built my wealth up and I was not earning. I would, didn't know. How much were you saving? Like what kind of money were you earning and how much were you saving of that? Um, maybe I was earning $50,000 was a good year. A good year was $50,000. Yes. I had years where I was making 5,000. I know. So my girls and I, we lived very frugally. Wow. And I saved every, anything I could save went into savings small amounts into investing. And it, I, you know, I discovered ETFs around that. 
And so I, I, I really, I really was very focused on having a diversified portfolio of ETFs and having the expenses very low. And I created my wealth. That's so awesome. So what would you say to these women who are, I mean, like I said, I think there's some women who are very high earners and still feel like a fraud, like you said, and some who are really struggling, but what, how can they rewire for wealth specifically so they can be an example for their clients and so they can really thrive in the industry? Our behavior, what we do is controlled by our brain. Everything we do. So you want to change your behavior. You want to earn more. You want to spend less. You want to save more. You want to invest wisely and you're not doing it. It's because of your brain. You need to rewire that brain. And the way you rewire your brain, your brain is an organ in your body that has chemical, uh, chemical electrical impulses. Your mind is a non-physical organ that is a source of thoughts and feelings. And it is the thoughts and feelings that flow from your mind to your brain that dig those neural pathways. So if you want to change your brain and your behavior, you don't start with your behavior. You start with your thoughts and feelings that are affecting and conditioning that behavior. And so what I learned is if you want to shift, you need to train your mind to wire your brain for wealth and well-being. And so I can tell you the three steps. It took me yes. about six years ago, I discovered neuroscience. An article about neuroscience came into my, in my email and I read it and it was like, oh my God, this is the missing piece. If I can add neuroscience to my work, I can expedite women's learning curve and completely, completely speed up them through the, through the whole resistance. And so what I, this was years and years of work, what I boiled it down to three steps to rewire your brain. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. This looks like some, this is some good stuff that's probably in the book. It's, oh, it's all in the book. Yeah, and, we're getting we're getting the goods right here. And in fact, I have a free ebook on oh, my cool. website called The Rewire Response. And it it outlines these these three steps. So you can I, I would love you to order the book because there's a lot more in there. But if you want to just familiarize with the three steps, go to my website, Barbara Hewson.com. H-U-S-O-N. So three steps. Recognize, reframe, and respond differently. This is all you have to do to shift your behavior from being in scarcity and being an under earner to being a wealth builder. Three steps. They're so simple, but they're so challenging, especially, especially in the beginning, because your brain does not want to change and your brain is wired and those that wiring is so deep so it takes it takes vigilance but the first thing is to recognize your thoughts to recognize any negative any judgmental any critical thought and just observe it with curiosity not judgment not criticism observe it with curiosity oh isn't that interesting i'm having a thought that there's never enough i'm just having a thought isn't that interesting? So you observe with curiosity. You say, isn't that interesting? And then you separate yourself from your thoughts saying, I am having a thought. There's never enough. I am having a thought that I'm a fraud and I don't know what I'm doing. Just 
notice with curiosity and separate yourself from that thought. Then take that thought and reframe it. Ask yourself, how can I see it differently? Because you're seeing your perception is incorrect. Whatever those thoughts were, they have been wired in there. They're, they are habitual thoughts. So how can I see this differently? And then there's never enough. Could be, there'll be enough. There'll be enough. I don't need to worry. There'll be enough. Or I feel like a fraud. Hey, I can handle this. I got what it takes. Whatever are the words, you don't have to believe them. You just need to reframe and replace the old unhealthy belief with a more loving, positive one. And then the third thing you need to do is respond differently. Respond differently. Do what scares you. Do what you don't feel like you can do. Don't do it. This isn't me. Whatever you don't want to do, that's exactly what you need to do to, over time, rewire your brain. Amazing. I love that. It, is that, did you realize after the fact, when she learned about neuroscience and whatnot, that this is what you did? And you just didn't, weren't aware of it? Or is it something that now you became conscious of and now that you'll become you know, more intentional with it? So, so exactly. So what I, and I write about this in the book, how I rewired, but it took me about 10 years yeah. to do it. And what I realized is when I discovered, and it took me a while, but when I, dis, when I discovered it and I tried it out, it really speeds up the learning curve exponentially. Wow. That's amazing. So go get, get the book rewire for wealth. Also, you might as well right away, get the free ebook because it'll probably arrive faster <laughs> to your inbox. And that's Barbara dash Houston at H U S O N.com. I said that H U S O N. We got it. Okay. Um, so make sure you get that. Anything else to add advice for these women, anything that you would like to tell them? Um, any last Last words of wisdom or stories to give them. Whatever, whatever you want to change in your life, you can change. You can change. If you work on not changing your behavior, but changing the cause of that behavior, which are your thoughts and your feelings and everything you have learned up until now about who you are. That's what needs to be changed. Is there anyone specific that I know for me, I've listened to a lot of Abraham Hicks is there anyone specific you listen to around law of attraction stuff? It just it sounds a lot like, like those. I mean, I love that stuff and I've manifested so many amazing things in my life that I, I completely believe that we can have whatever we want and we can change whatever has happened. And there's the past doesn't even exist almost because it's whatever we, we want to create, we can create. Is there anything that you recommend that you've liked to listen to that has helped you get there? So I don't know if you're familiar with A Course in Miracles. A Course in Miracles has informed my behavior since I found it 35 years ago. And so a lot in this book and a lot in my other books is about the Course in Miracles is a course in mind training. And a miracle, according to the course, set is simply a shift in perception. To see, instead of seeing things through the eyes of fear, you start seeing your life and experiences through the eyes of love. So a Course in Miracles and any podcast, any there's all this stuff on YouTube, but anything you can listen to, the Course in Miracles will absolutely help you shift your mind to think differently. Awesome. Yes, I do have that book. I actually didn't get very far. If I could be no. totally honest, it was like really hard for my brain back then. I should pick it up again. Maybe I'm in a better place. Um, but so, there's so a lot what of I suggest it's a, it's a bitch to read. 
it's a bit, I don't know why I stuck with it for 35 minutes, but there is a second, there's a volume called the workbook. And that workbook is every day for 365 days, there is an affirmation at the top and 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 there's there's a page on it, but you do a lesson a day, you will absolutely change your thinking in the most powerful way possible. And it goes way beyond, way beyond the, the law of attraction. It also talks about the law of congruency, which is why, how come you say I want something and you only think about it? I want money. I want to be wealthy. And it doesn't happen. That's because there's the law of congruency that says you get what you really want, not what you ask for. So if what you're asking for is more money and you think people who have it are greedy or or it's bad, it's evil, then that's not what you really want. So the course really goes farther into the law of attraction than anything I've ever read. That's amazing. That's amazing. Well, check that out as well, ladies. Um, thank you so much. I really love that. Uh, I'm sure we could bring you back for a whole another segment, um, but that was so wonderful. So uh, again, make sure you check out Barbara Houston, Barbara-Houston, H-U-S-O-N.com. Um, and thank you all so much for joining us and make sure that you get out of your own way so you don't, that's not, there's nothing, let's just say there's nothing keeping you from having the success that you deserve so you can be a role model for your clients and really thrive in the industry. So thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.